Hi, parents. Before we get started today, we wanted to make a quick call to our international listeners, letting you know that we're creating an episode on global citizenship in early January. If your child would like to be on the episode, please email us at podcast at playsparkler.org. That's podcast at P-L-A-Y-S-P-A-R-K-L-E-R dot org. We hope to hear from you soon. Hi, I'm Ria, and you're listening to the Little Kids Big Heart Podcast, where kids lead to discussion. He's your host, Todd Lloyd. Hi, everybody. Hi. 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 How's everyone doing today? Good. Good. My name is Todd, and I'm a teacher uh, who lives in New York City. Can you go around and say your name, your age, and where you live? Hello, my name is Simon, and I am eight and three quarters, and I live in Richfield, Connecticut. Nice to meet you, Simon. My name is Rhea. I'm seven years old, and I live in Parkland, Florida. Nice to meet you. And last but not least. Um, I'm Cora. I'm seven, and I live in Santa Fe. Oh, so cool. Well, it really is so nice to meet all of you. I'm excited that we get to spend this time together. Today, we're going to talk about what it means to be an upstander. Now, that's a big word. Does anyone know what it means? I'm pretty sure it means if something like bad happens to you, like stand up for yourself. Simon. Excellent. Yeah, it does mean that you can be an upstander for yourself. Uh, what else might it mean? Does anybody else have an idea? Uh, I think upstander means when you or somebody else stands up. That's right. It means that we stand up and say something or even do something when we see a person who is hurt or needs our help. Or like Simon said, we can also do that for ourselves. That's really important. And that can also take a lot of bravery to speak up in front of others. Being brave is sometimes hard for me to do. Can anyone describe to me what does it mean to be brave? Um, It means if like someone's being mean to you, like I'm not going to be your friend anymore because they're being mean to you. I think being brave means you're not shy and you're not scared to do anything. Um, I think it means when you're scared just to um, face your fears and do what you what you need to do. Yeah, you know, Cora, that's sort of what I think, too. Sometimes there might be a situation where I might be a little nervous. I might feel a little scared or afraid, but I take a deep breath and I do it anyway. And that's what being brave means to me. And it's not always easy. Have you ever helped someone who was being picked on or treated in an unkind way? I have. Yeah. Tell us about it, Simon. What happened? Technically, it happened to myself. Me and my friends were playing football And then they were being mean to me. So I was brave and I just left. We can make choices for ourselves, right? Sometimes we can't necessarily change the situation or we can't change what someone else is doing, but we can change what we want to do. And you you left the situation. And that's something that I think uh, sometimes we forget that that's a choice we have. Um, If there's something that you don't like and someone's not listening to you, you can leave. One time when I was playing a game with my friends at school and then one of my other friends, she was on the swings and then someone else, he said that, that, um, that she could, because she wasn't going very high and he said that she, that she wasn't good at swinging, but she was. And so I stood up for her and I said, stop picking on her because she's just swinging how she can swing. That's great. 
Um, that's a good example of what someone could say, because to be able to uh, stand up, assert yourself in a nice way, it sounds like you still had a nice tone. It doesn't sound like you said that in a very angry way. Sometimes when we want somebody to stop what they're doing, we don't necessarily, we don't have to yell, um, but we can be firm and we can say, um, stop, I don't like that, right? And then if they don't stop, sometimes it's hard for people to listen. That's the second part, right? That's hard. And if they don't listen, that's when I go get help. I really try and solve the problem myself. But if it looks like I'm not going to be able to solve the problem, I look to someone for help. Yeah. One time when I, when I was going to my school for the first day, and then there was this girl who was new to my community. She moved, so she was new to the school. And she was a little shy. And when we got on the bus, the bus was very bumpy. So she vomited. She threw up. So, And I alerted the bus driver. Everyone thought it was yuck, but I didn't. I'm so glad you were there, Ria. Sounds like you were a good friend to her. Wow, I'm so happy to talk to the three of you. I got lucky today. This is great. I also have a friend who wanted to share some news with you. Would it be cool if I invited my friend to join us? Yeah. Well, his name is Ringo. So, uh, and Ringo's been on our podcast before, but a long time ago. Um, So why don't we try to say, hi, Ringo, on the count of three. Are you ready? One. One. Two, two, three. three. Hi, Ringo. <laughs> Ringo, these are my friends I was telling you about. Look over here. This is Cora. That's Ria. And that's Simon. Hello. Hi. Hi. I told them that you had some news to share. What's up? Well, you know I was nervous about making new friends this year. Yeah, I remember. We talked about how you were feeling. Wow. I made one. Oh, that's wonderful to hear, Ringo. Uh, kids, have you made any new friends at school this year? Yes. yes. Oh, all of them. See, Ringo, all three of them have made some new friends too. Um, how did you make a new friend? Well, the story doesn't start out very well, but it ends well. Well, let's hear it. Our teacher asked us to bring in something special from home for show and tell, and I brought my stuffed puppy snuggles. At the end of the day, when it was time to pack up, I couldn't find Snuggles. Some of the other kids started to laugh at me, and I didn't understand why. Then I heard one of them say that they hid it from me. Oh, uh, kids, how do you think Ringo was feeling? Sad. Sad. I was feeling sad. But then my friend Calvin stood up for me and said, It's not right to hide Snuggles, and that's not funny. He went over to the book corner and found my toy and gave it back to me. Wow. Well, I'm sorry that happened, Ringo, but Calvin sounds like a nice friend. He is. He asked the other kids how they would feel if the same thing happened to them, and then my teacher came over and helped. Well, how did you feel after Calvin uh, helped you? It felt good to have someone stand up for me. Yeah, I bet. You know, Calvin is an upstander. An upstander? What's an upstander? Um, an upstander is someone who likes, um, stands up for you if something bad happens to you. Yeah, and they were also saying that you can also be an upstander for yourself, Ringo. Wow, I want to be an upstander for myself and for someone else. Well, you can be. We all can be. We can stand up for others, and we can also learn how to stand up for ourselves. I'm going to go tell Kelvin the good news. What's that? 
that he's an upstander. Hey, thanks, everyone. I hope to see you again soon. Bye. Bye. I love hearing Ringo's story. Um, and I love hearing how you were able to tell him what an upstander is. I was thinking that it might be time for us to go to the land of Kukalakas. Okay. Okay. Okay, what do you know about the Kukulakas? Do you know anything about them? Not really. Well, the land of Kukulakas is a special place where children go to share their feelings. And the Kukulakas live there, and they come in all shapes and sizes, and they look different to all children. So when we go there, I want us to really try to use our imaginations and see what they look like. Do you think you can do that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah? Well, to get there, we have to travel a far distance. We will have to use our imaginations and close our eyes and keep them closed the entire time. Do you think we could do that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Today, we have to get there by a special gondola. Does anybody know what a gondola is? Um, It's something that you use to go up a mountain. I, I know because I've been skiing a bunch of times. That is one of them. There's another kind too. Does anybody else have uh, an idea what this kind could be? No. It's like a long, narrow boat. And it's very, like, deep inside. And, and it's, like, flat. And so, and it's long. So we can all fit, all four of us. Let's close our eyes, take a deep breath, and pretend that we are in the gondola on the open water. The gondolier has come here to take us to the land of Kukalakas. He stands on the stern, facing the bow, and rows with a forward stroke. The water is smooth, and the gondolier begins to sink. Let's breathe in and out as we pass by trees, hear the birds, and feel the sun beaming down from the sky. Now let's take a bigger and slower deep breath in through our noses and out through our mouths as the gondolier continues to row on the water, focusing all our attention to the sounds around us. Let's take one more deep breath in and out as the gondola begins to move faster, gliding on the water and turning and turning and turning and then slows down as it approaches the land of Kukalakas. On the count of three, let's open our eyes. One, One two, two, three. three. Gummy bears? Whoa, you all have three bowls of gummy bears. Well, can I tell you that the Kukalakas, they grow gummy bears for children who come to visit. Um, do you, do you like gummy bears? Yes. 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 So good. Me too. It's one of my favorite things. And oh, look, I have something here. Look at this. It says Cora, Rhea, and Simon. Yeah. That's you. Should I open it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Let's see. There's a note here. Ooh, a note. It says, dear Todd, Cora, Rhea, and Simon. Welcome to the land of Kukalakas. We hope your journey here was smooth and that you enjoy the gummy bear treats we have grown for you. Thank you for visiting us today. Kukalakas try to be very kind, and we just heard of this human word, upstander. We want to learn more and hope you might be able to help. Quay, which means love, the Kukalakas. Do you think we could help them? Yeah. All right, because there's some questions here. I think they want us to answer some of these questions. Look, they're all 
Let's see. I'm going to start with this one. This says, the other day, some of our kukalikis, those are our children, came home sad because some older kukalikis said they were kukaloos, which is a rude word in our language. The worst thing is that all the other kukalikis were laughing at them. What would you do if this happened in your school? What would you do if you saw that happening in your school? Uh, like They were very mean to them. I would be an upstander and tell them, why would you do that? He, he wouldn't do anything to you. Well, in my school, that probably wouldn't happen. But um, yeah, I would do the same thing. Um, I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, you know, we want to be called our names. Don't you want to be called your name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to be called uh, some. Yeah, I'd like to be called my name. Um, so I think that that sounds nice, that you'd be an upstander and stand up. Now, is there anything that you would say to help the kid who is being called names? I would tell him, don't be shy and be brave and ask someone to help you and and tell him, why are you doing that to me? I've had some up, uh, people that were upstanders for me in my life. And it just, it really helped me. Um, and when I would go home, I just thought, oh, I'm so glad that I had that friend there that really stood up for me um, and helped me get through that situation. Here's another question. So remember, they don't really know what an upstander is, but I think we're giving them some good ideas. What are some situations when it's important to be an upstander? So when do what, what would be a situation or an instance that you think it would be important to sort of stand up and say something? Maybe uh, when someone's being mean to you, you should stand up and say something to the person that's being mean to you. So if someone in your school was being mean to someone, another person in your school, um, like go up to the person who's being mean and say, that's not nice. Like when somebody was getting called, like was getting bullied or something, I would help, I would be an upstander by, by, uh, by giving them advice and helping them and don't do nothing. So then you're giving advice to the bully. Got it. Well, this is something you could all answer. Um, How does it feel to be an upstander? What does it feel like? It feels very good to help somebody. And how does it feel to have someone stand up for you? It's good. It also feels good. Yeah, it also feels good. You've talked to me about standing up for yourself or for someone else. Has anyone stood up for you? Um, Yeah. Yes. What happened? Well, someone was being mean to me at my school and my friend. She, like, stood up for me. One time in my aftercare, uh, there was these two girls who said they didn't like me. And the next day, they pulled out my braid when I told them not to. And this other kid named Johnny, he he stood up and said, why would you do that? She told you not to. And she just, and then why did you do that when she told you not to? If Johnny were here, I'd give Johnny a high five. Uh, that's great. Are you and Johnny still friends? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, one time I was writing a story for for school, and then this kid, he said that, it, that my story was dumb, but then my friend stood up for me and said that it wasn't dumb. You have some great friends at your school. It sounds like you're great friends to others, and uh, you have people in your life that are good friends to you. Uh, here's another question. Sometimes it can be difficult for our kookalikis to get involved and speak up. When they see something that is wrong, how can we help them to build up the courage? How can we help them to build up the courage to help? 
they could like tell them not to be too shy and and try be and give them advice to be very brave and if you're a little shy you can ask someone to, for help or you could also walk away oh wow you just gave three great ideas sometimes we can use our words and we could tell somebody that we don't like what they're doing and we can ask them to stop but then what happens if they don't stop and you just gave us two great strategies if somebody doesn't stop you could go get help or you could leave right those are two really good things to remember you should probably do both of them leave and go get help right yeah that's basically doing both of them and i was i was going to say go get help too who do you go to for help i go to my teacher if i was if i was in school i'd go to my my teacher and then when you're at home who do you go to for help uh my parents the same yeah me too my parents We have one last question and then we're going to have to leave the land of Kukulakas. Uh okay, this says how can we all do good in the world in big ways and in small ways? How can we make a difference? You could uh, be an upstander and you can make sure someone's watching you so they can get the courage to be an upstander too and they can give someone else courage to be an upstander. It keeps going. It keeps going, right? Yeah. It says uh we were talking to uh some kids last week. They talked about the ripple effect. Um where it just sort of keeps going. You want to say a big bye to the Kukulakas? Bye. bye. Yeah, I think we're going to go so other children can come. So on the count of 3, let's close our eyes. And then on the count of 3, we'll open them. Everyone close your eyes. 1 1 2 3 3 And we're back. Did you see any kookalakas while we were there? Did anybody see a kookalaka? No. Did you see one, Cora? Oh no. Did you see one, Ria? No. Did you see one, Simon? Nope. Oh, we're going to have to go back someday. We're going to have they must have been, you know what? They must have been hiding and listening very attentively. Sometimes, you know, I was saying to um some other kids, I don't see them that often anymore as I've gotten older. Um I don't see the kookalakas as much. Um but every once in a while I'll see one that goes like this. Like across my screen and it's usually like a a rainbow color, but it's so fast. Um but it doesn't happen very often. Well listen, I've really enjoyed this. Um it's been really cool to meet uh three different people in three different places and um I've had so much fun today. Um thank you for joining us to talk about what it means to be an upstander. You know, we have people in our lives who love us very much. Be kind to the people who love you. Help others when you can. It sounds like you do. And keep asking good questions. I hope you have a great rest of your day. All right, bye everybody. Bye, bye Cora. Bye Ria. Bye. bye Simon. Bye. As we've heard from our guest today, an upstander is someone who recognizes when something is wrong and acts to make it right. They do their best to help support and protect someone who is being hurt. Being an upstander is being a hero. And there are many ways to be an upstander and to act socially responsible, from the simple act of picking up litter from off the street to exploring how each of us can participate as citizens to create a more humane, just, and compassionate world. Being an upstander can be tough. It takes bravery and it takes courage. Role playing with your children can give them a chance to practice how it is done. If we teach children how, 
the chances are that they will be much more able to speak up and gain important skills which will help them navigate the complexities of our world. Which is why we're here on Little Kids Big Hearts. Today and in future episodes, we'll leave you with a few thoughts and feelings from children. Here's some of our friends from past episodes sharing their commitment to being an upstander. I will stand up whenever a bully is mean to people. I promise to stand up for my friends when they need help. I will stand up whenever a bully is being mean to others. I promise to love myself because I am smart, I am beautiful, and I am kind. And I will continue to spread the ripple effect love to all. The next time I see somebody yelling at somebody that didn't do anything wrong, I promise to tell them, that's not nice, they di- he didn't do anything. If my friend needs help or is being bullied, I will speak up for him. And if my friend needs more help, I will go get a grown-up. I promise if somebody pulls trust on the drunk, I, I will say, that's not nice. Please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. It really helps other families find our show. Today's episode was produced by Sparkler Learning as part of the Big Heart World Initiative. Original music is by Roy Bacchus. Audio engineer is Ryan Allais from Allais Media. The podcast was co-created and produced by Christy Puzdicator and me, Todd Lloyd, and hosted by me. A very special thanks to the Walton Family Foundation and Noggin for their support and use of the song Like Nobody Else from the Big Heart Beats album. See you next time.